Welcome to a Tennis.com podcast direct from the U.S. Open. Sponsored by Prince XO3 Racket Technology and by American Express. American Express presents Next Contenders. Get to know four of today's game changers in tennis and follow their moves during the 2010 U.S. Open. For more, visit nextcontenders.com. Hey guys, Thursday here at the U.S. Open, uh, here with Pete Bodo. I'm Ed McGrogan. It's the Daily Report here. We're going to look ahead to Friday's women's semis. Um, there's a big one with uh, Venus Williams and Kim Kleisters, and then the first match of the day is Vera Zvonareva and Carolyn Wozniak at the top seed. But we'll, uh, we're going to start with Venus and Kim. We just talked to Nick Balateri about this. You were doing the video uh, Pete and he kind of gave his take on this on this match, uh, Kim and Venus. He said weather may certainly play an influence. It, it's still windy out here, and it remains to be seen if that's what it's going to be like tomorrow. But um, I guess weather notwithstanding, what do you think about this match right off the bat? Well, I think Kim Clusters remains, you know, was born and remains a reactor. You know, uh, she will definitely, given the opportunity, she will step in and. You know, powder the ball. She likes she likes to um, force the action when when you allow her to. That's that's the important thing. And I think the big difference I see there with Venus is that Venus is a is a player who's more likely to take the initiative and really take the game to her opponent. That's what she did the other night in a in, in an interesting matchup with Francesca Schiavone. I was kind of surprised that there was not more made of. You know, uh, the way Venus, you know, almost looked like a, a remade player in that match. And, and, you know, I had to put it down partly to the fact that Schiavone kind of scared her. I think she saw what she did at the French Open, and Schiavone backed it up here by winning handily in all her previous matches. So it's a little like, you know, like Ferdinand the Bull. You know, you sit down on the uh, on the bumblebee and you get stung, and uh, it's a different animal out there. So I, th- I think Venus really can is going to need to take the game game to clusters. I don't make, you know, people talk about the disadvantage that people hit a flat ball, relatively flat ball, and, you know, maybe play more aggressively might have in this wind. But I, I don't know. Roger Federer showed last night that, you know, you can you can shoot bullets through this wind and you might be better off shooting bullets and throwing knuckleballs. So uh, I, I like Venus's chances provided she takes the initiative and her and her serve holds up. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, the uh, the weather issue... Uh, maybe could be a little overblown uh, if you want to pardon the pun there, but um, Ooh, that's bad one easy. Yeah, it's it's a day eleven pun for sure there. Um, but I think we're talking about Venus. The more encouraging aspect is the last two matches for her against Pear and Schiavone. She gets by both in straights, and I think both she played tiebreakers in the first set. Um, prevails in both of them, and it's just I think encouraging for a player who. Well, it speaks to her confidence, yeah. you know. I mean, she and especially coming off of somewhere where she didn't play anything after Wimbledon. This is, uh, you know, it's not just kind of a flash in the pan performance for a couple rounds of easy opponents. These are against much more solid players. Kim's a totally different player than these last two, but these are nice wins nonetheless. Yeah, Venus's game seems more together than it's been in quite some time. Although I, I have to issue a caveat there. I mean, look, she started the year great. She won a bunch of tournaments, and granted, there were smaller events, but you know, a win is a win. None of these players walks away from winning a tournament like, say, Mexico, where Venus won. I think Acapulco. And they don't walk away from something like that and, and say, oh, well, gee, you know, that was a great win, except, you know, too bad it wasn't a bigger event. A win is a win is a win. You get through that draw, you win that trophy, it's going to add to your confidence. 
Then, quite surprisingly, I think to many people, the wheels fell off a little bit during during really really the heart of the season. Basically, she underperformed a little bit at Grand Slams, and that's been her problem. I mean, it's particularly encouraging for that reason to see the way she's playing here because it it seems almost like she's sort of figured out that you know what you know these are the ones that really count. I sort of maybe maybe lost my way a little bit in terms of my focus and my determination and willingness to go out there and, and go after these matches and she seems to be right back on track yeah now, now that speaks to venus and, and before this tournament i i picked kleisters to win and i i still think that i think she'll beat venus here and i think it, it we probably you shouldn't don't seem so convinced now anymore <laughs> well than... no i mean it, you know things can happen whatever but i'm, I'm gonna stick with Kleister on this also there's the recent head-to-heads and the most recent was this year in miami and it wasn't just the Kleister's win it was a Kleister's demolition it was two and one in the final of all yeah, that was really all ugly. rounds and uh she's actually won the last four times they've played they've only played two times since Kleister's came back and one was that last year's u.s open when Kleister's beat venus and serena on the way to the title that match um was a 6-0-0-6-6-4 win very strange score there but uh yep, you know haven't we come to recognize by now that when it comes to the williams sisters you can throw the scores right out the window i mean you know there's you know i'm not sure i was gonna i would, I would go and bet my life on venus in this match but i think the williams sisters, both venus and serena have shown that they're capable of stepping up when they're feeling right when they're feeling confident when they're when they're kind of into it uh you know it's like it's like the past doesn't matter that's you know that's that's one great quality they have that many other champions have shared is that you know they they they, they forget a lot you know people tend to think sometimes they're going to agonize over a loss you play this really close match you lose it it's going to stick with you well no the reason these people become great champions and the dominant dominant players is because they don't take the losses that seriously they take them in stride i mean you lose you know you go you feel bad for two hours you say man this this sucks and, and and then you wipe it off your hard drive and you go out there and you and once again to show to show you're on top so i mean i, th- I think venus is in that kind of a mode now look Kleister's is a very very tough player i think this court is good for her although i think with the low bounce that we're having here and a relatively good speed that gives so much that gives so much advantage to having a good serve and and, and to the sort of mentality of going for that winner the, the way venus did actually against Giovoni, that i think uh the, the playing field is relatively level American Express presents Next Contenders, your chance to get up close and personal with four of today's game changers in tennis. John Isner, Sam Query, Melanie Udan, and Caroline Wozniacki. Visit nextcontenders.com to follow the excitement during the 2010 U.S. Open and discover the person behind the player. It's tennis trivia time. Here's a chance to test your tennis knowledge with a tennis.com podcast trivia question. Brought to you by Prince XO3 Racket Technology. Are you ready? The question is, She won her first Grand Slam title at the 1990 U.S. Open using the Prince Graphite 110. Who was she? If you think you know the answer to our trivia question, visit the official Prince Tennis Facebook page at facebook.com slash official.prince.tennis. Once again, that's facebook.com slash official.prince.tennis. Become a fan today and be sure to leave your answer on the Prince wall. In the top half of the women's draw, you have top seed Karen Wozniacki, you have Wimbledon finalist Vera Zvonareva backing up her performance at the Allingham Club with a really another great performance here at Flushing Meadows. Um, we're talking about what Nick Boletari said about the last match. He's also made a 
you know, point about this match. Vera is certainly the much more offensive player of the two here. Carolyn's going to put a lot of balls back into play, put everything back into play. It really, the match is probably going to be dictated by what Zvonareva does. I mean, Caroline's a strong player defensively and whatever, but if, you know, Vera can certainly push it to her, and if she's hitting her spots, you know, this could be, this could probably be Carolyn's most tri- trickiest match. Even though she beat Sharapova, Zvonareva's on a roll right here, too. So what do you what do you think about that one? She's on a roll, but I think, you know, uh, you never want to, you know, hold somebody too accountable for the errors and, and mishaps of the past. But Zvonareva has shown that she doesn't always handle some of these big situations all that well. She does. She has had a tendency in the past, you know, to sort of, you know, her game will fall apart and then she'll lose. She's a very emotional player. We've seen her cry on a quarter number of times and stuff. And granted, I, I understand, you know, people are saying enough about that. She's thinking, when, you know, when, when are people going to stop talking about that? I'm a different person now. But, you know, a leopard only changes so many spots, you know. So that's, uh, and I raise that point mainly because the conditions here have been pretty tough. This wind has been very difficult to deal with for some players. And uh, it seems to me that this is a kind of situation where if you're feeding a girl like Zvana Reva Balls, you can actually, you know, tease out the errors. You can maybe get her to self-destruct. And Wozniacki is the kind of player who can really, who can make that happen. I like Wozniacki because she's played more matches in this period in the past few weeks. I guess starting where in Montreal where she won and she went on and won New Haven. And instead of doing two titles in six days, well, you can believe that. Two titles in six days and then comes in here. And starts beating up on people left and right. So, I mean, she's not, there's just not a sign of fatigue in this girl and her attitude in the way she's running around on the court. So, I mean, I, I think she's on this kind of, she's kind of on, in, in his own in a way, you know, in, in a career sense in this period. And I think that play has been very, very impressive. I think she dishes up a lot of stuff. This is she, I think, you know, in keeping with her style, she says, look, okay, you want this match here, take it. Yeah, and I think for that reason, it's a. I go with Carolyn as well here. It's sort of a no no win situation. I feel for Zvonareva until she actually breaks through. Because you think about it, in her, in the Wimbledon final against Serena, Zvonareva played a pretty good first set. She lost the set, kind of wilted after that. So she starts well, then she starts well, then she and you know ends up kind of on decline if it doesn't go perfectly. But the start is very important for her too. I think where if she comes out here and has lose the set. Two six one six, it's going to be just as hard for her to get back in the match that way either. It's the start is very important for Zvonareva, but really she has to somehow keep together the entire match. And you're right, it's been it's yet to be seen if she can really do that on the grandest stage. And let's not forget she has also she's in a little in a tricky kind of psychological position because she's not playing Serena. You know, if you get to the Wimbledon final, you're Vera Zvonareva and you play Serena Williams, you you don't you don't have that much to be worried about. You really don't. I mean, you may get end, end up getting clubbed like a baby seal, but you know. It doesn't matter because it's Serena. And people are going to say, well, what do you expect? It's Serena Williams. Yeah. But here she is. Now, it's not the final. It's one, st- one step before. She's playing a woman who is yet to theoretically win a major. You know, is beatable. She has yet to win a major. There have been questions, and I guess there continue to be questions about whether she's, you know, legitimately, you know, whether how legitimate her number one seating here is. You know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's de facto. She's ranked number one. Therefore, she's seated number one. But people say, well, gee, you know, it's too bad that the top seed is not a Grand Slam champion. But that actually puts a lot more pressure on Zvonareva because it's a winnable, it's on paper a winnable match for her. And so I think those, you know, that those those pressures combined with the conditions and Wozniacki's ability to, to sort of test people people make them show her what they've got i think those could be tough for her to overcome i, I look for a close match actually but close match I'm you said at the end yeah well it seems like there's a lot against von ray but that's 
that's why I think we can agree on But then on people have always said this about her. We ought to issue the caveat that, you know, a lot of people have made a living out of, uh, you know, sort of dumping on Vera Zvonareva, and, and you got to hand it to her. She showed the self-belief. She got to the two Wimbledon finals, singles and doubles. And so, you know, maybe she, maybe she deserves more credit. You know, we might be eating crow after tomorrow, but uh, I'm still going to take Wozniacki. Okay, I'm with you on that. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow when we will... Uh, preview the men's semis on, and probably the women's final as well on Super Saturday. We're Center. still going to talk this softly because we're actually in a media center. We don't want to disturb our colleagues who are busy cranking out stories. So those of you who are accustomed to hearing me shouting, you know, and that stuff like that, uh, hang hang with us. Yes, well, that's how it is here. Thanks for listening. Ed McGrogan and Pete Bodo, Tennis.com Podcast. You've been listening to the Tennis.com Podcast, sponsored by American Express. American Express presents Next Contenders. Get to know four of today's game changers in tennis and follow their moves during the 2010 U.S. Open. For more, visit nextcontenders.com. And also by Prince XO3 Racket Technology. For more news and information, head over to tennis.com. Thanks for listening.